The Defiant Ones backstage here at Washington Hall, iconic venue, welcoming Khan. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good, man. So, welcome to Defy. What brought you out here, man? I, I heard in your promo backstage, you said two years ago you were watching Defy and, and you wanted to come out here. Is that Was that kind of a goal of yours? Uh, definitely was. I was kind of actually inspired by Leo Rush. He came from the school that I was at, Maryland Championship Wrestling. And I remember seeing his calendar and like I had all these days on there and like, I dreamed to work as hard as he did to have that like yeah. calendar full of stuff. Uh, so I was watching the five matches one night on YouTube, pandemic, so there's nothing to do but watch wrestling. And then I was like, the production value, just the atmosphere, the crowd. I, I love Seattle. I'm like, I have to wrestle here. That's and awesome. It took two years, but I'm, I'm finally here. So you said you love Seattle. Was this your first time coming to Seattle? Uh, I think I actually came here maybe when I was like 12 years old. Okay, what brought you here? Just a vacation? Uh, or? I think one of my aunts lives in Seattle somewhere. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. nice. I love the Pacific Northwest. I'm kind of a fan of this whole rainy cloud thing, yeah. the beautiful weather, uh, all the trees right by the ocean. Yeah. yeah, I like the vibe. So you're a Midwest guy. I am. Yeah, so Minneapolis. So tell me a little bit about, you know, you, you still live there now? I actually live in San Antonio, Texas. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, totally opposite. But so, uh, you know, what was your earliest memory of wrestling, dude? Oh, man. Uh, I remember going to one of my friend's house. I was maybe eight or nine years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, VHS tape, put it in, and DX popped up. Okay. I was like, who are these dudes screaming, suck it, yeah. <laughs> in this wrestling ring? And then after that, it was the Hardy Boys, the ladder match with Terry Runnels, uh, Edge and Christian, pulling off the money bag. Jeff took this bump, and I'm like... This is life now. Good this, Lord. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Enthralled ever since. Yeah, that's awesome. So, you know, we're, we're, how nerdy did you get? Were you collecting figures? Ooh. Were you a backyard wrestler? <laughs> were you? I was all of it. I used to get the WWE magazine, make my own collages and frame them, put them up on my wall. Okay. Con my mom to getting trampoline, so I built a backyard wrestling ring. Yep. Collected action figures. I would record all the pay-per-views. I'd ask to buy, like, the $60 pay-per-views on TV. Yep. Everything. I was video obsessed. games. Video games. I was obsessed with Jeff Hardy, so I used to cut the socks. I did the holes. Oh man! Yes. I was a, I was a fanboy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, man. So Jeff Hardy was your guy. Oh, he was my guy. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So you know, how young were you when you knew that you wanted to do it? I think at that time, like nine or ten years old, I knew I wanted to do it. But then, you know, life, grow up, high school, mm-hmm. college, and then twenty five, uh, WWE twenty four, Seth Rollins. That day is like. I'm doing this now. Okay. Yeah. Took a while, but I, yeah. got, I got here. Was there so sometimes people, you know, they they uh, get into really into wrestling when they're kids, and then they find women or they find you know partying <laughs> or something. Was there ever a time where you got out of it? Oh, definitely. And uh, what brought you back? End of high school, you know, like playing football, running track, girls, college. Yep. I kind of remember like still paying attention a little bit. Like I'm like, oh, I watched like a YouTube video because I remember WWE YouTube became like a thing. Yeah. And I'd watch it with my roommates there, and people would play the old WWF, WWF, WWF games like as a nostalgic thing. And I'm like, ah, oh, I remember like Gold Dust, and these people are still wrestling. Yeah. So I kind of started getting back into it in grad school. Uh, the Shield debuted, CM Punk. And I, I literally just make the decisions in my mind. I'm like, I'm going to get back into wrestling. It used yeah. to be a huge part of my life. It's still going. Let's, let's get back into it. Because I was kind of, un, I didn't have any passion anymore for like school. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, let's, let's get back into wrestling. And then back into it just fully you can't just drop grad school without <laughs> me picking up on this so did, like yeah. you were you were you're a graduate student yes so, I four years of college three years of grad school did the full-time job still have the shoot job what was your what was your career goal what was your path and what did you you know major <laughs> in and all that stuff i was a fine art major okay uh, the wow. goal was 3d animation i wanted to work for pixar or disney 
uh, I did the first like course, like first half year for grad school in 3D animation. I'm like, this is insanely hard. Yeah. I moved to California for that. Switched pivot. I went to the graphic design. I wanted to become an art director, make magazines. Yeah. And after two years of grad school, I started doing that. Wow. And I actually made magazines that were in Barnes and Noble, and I made bus ads for like wine events and whatnot. So. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. That's great. So like when, when wrestlers are like, hey, man, can I get a promo or a graphic guy to make a T-shirt? You don't need that. You no. can make your own T-shirt. I can definitely do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> and if they do ask me, uh, since I spent so much time in school for this, my hourly rate is very high. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, okay, man. Yeah. So uh, is there anything that we can look up that you've done? Uh, let's see. Are you allowed to say? Well, now I kind of do like social media marketing for colleges and universities. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you look up like online MBA programs for I don't know UNC or something, I make those websites. Cool. Yeah. Wow, that's cool, mm-hmm. man. Who would have yeah. known? You know, who would have <laughs> thought seeing him out there wrestling for Defy and he's he's a legit like uh, yeah. Wow, graphic designer. That's awesome, man. Yep. So okay, so you know you uh, went to MCW mm-hmm. Maryland. Is that where you started it? Wrestling yeah. training. Uh, happenstance went from Minneapolis to Maryland. Uh, 2017 January. That's when I started my wrestling training at MCW. Cool man. Yeah. So uh, you know, how long uh, did you train, and was it something that you took to pretty easily? Were you like, uh, or was it was it pretty difficult for you? Uh, so again, I'm kind of a fanatic for wrestling. Yeah. So I was going to the trampoline park, teaching myself how to bump. Okay. I'd watch videos, and I've ever seen like Patrick Clark bumping. He was like in this TV spot, of the news. And I was like, oh, I can go to the trampoline park and practice this. Mm-hmm. Uh, practice rolls. So when I got into it, I already had the athleticism down. It, one thing that was very hard, I got into it when I was 27. Sucking at something at that age is very, like... Very humbling. Very humbling. So I'm like, damn, how does... It, it's not hard to get a wrist lock, is it? But it takes you, like, weeks to just kind of master this mm-hmm. craft. It takes you years to master this craft. And you never stop learning, so... Sure. But athletic-wise, within six months, I had my first match. So I kind of skipped the whole class that I was in very quickly. When was the first time you were, like, proud of a match where you were like, okay, it clicked? <laughs> oh, man. That took probably a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I don't even... I don't know. I don't even think winning the MCW tag belts was, like, a proud... I was very excited. Like, yeah. I finally have a championship in my hand. Um, a proud moment. More so, like, my matches I've had recently, honestly. Sure. Yeah. When I wrestled Moose, even wrestling Demo tonight, mm-hmm. uh, Weston Blake down in San Antonio, those are matches where these guys push me past my limit. I'm like... Yeah. That was fucking fun. Like, now I'm actually feeling, like, proud of the stuff that I've done. Yeah. Everything else in the past, I'm like, ah, it kind of sucked. Yeah. Yeah, it took, okay. took five and a half years, but now I'm feeling pretty good about myself. That's dope. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously kind of the, the, the thing that we're kind of all, you know, kind of recovering from still is mm. the pandemic. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of us, you know, had very difficult times, you know, in, in the pandemic. A lot, not a lot of wrestling going on. How did you stay sane and, and how did you stay busy? Was it your, your graphic design or? It was. It was a shoot job. Uh, since I was doing online stuff, we didn't really stop with that. Yeah. But Ring of Honor stopped. Gyms were closed. I was living by myself, isolated. Um, watched a lot of TV. Yeah. <laughs> Cooked. But stayed I started, in shape. Stayed in shape. I started jogging. Okay. I hate running. Okay. But I was that bad. I just started running. I was living in Baltimore still. I was yeah. jogging through neighborhoods, working out in my backyard. Yeah. Oh, it was it was tough dating at that time. So <laughs> <laughs> risking my life with COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Try to stay sane as best I could. So what uh, what, what was the journey like to get to Ring of Honor? Can you tell me a little bit about that? Uh, it kind of just honestly happened. I was at MCW for a couple of years. Joey Mercury got the job at Ring of Honor. He came to MCW, kind of helped the veteran students. Yeah. 
And they're like, hey, there's trials coming up in October. Uh, we're going to do this Ring of Honor dojo, kind of bring it back. Yeah. I didn't want to do it. Um, wrestling was always a dream of mine, but kind of achieving goals and fulfilling stuff was very weird to me because I'm like, in my mind, you kind of just think about, oh, I want to be a rock star. And people are like, oh, that's not, that's not, you can't do that. So I was telling myself that as I was trying to become a wrestler, uh, so when the tryout happened, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do this. And I remember Ken Dixon kind of pulled me aside. I was like, why, why wouldn't you do this? Do you realize the opportunity that you have here? Oh, fuck, I guess so. You were self-limiting. Yeah, like, I just didn't believe that I could like, actually achieve my dream here. Um, so I did the tryout. It was two days, two like, miserable 10-hour days or whatever, having matches and drills and shit. And then got pulled aside the second day, like, hey, we're going to invite you to the dojo. And then it was four, four days a week of hell for a year. <laughs> yeah. Working with Joy Mercury and Will Ferrara. It fucking sucked. I definitely like a process I definitely appreciate, but man, like, I don't even remember 2018 into 2019 because I was just there all the time. Yeah. There doing ring crew at shows, driving eight hours to set up the ring at five in the morning. That shit sucked, but very humbling. And it got me to the point where to put us on TV, we started having matches. Yep. So it was definitely a grind, though. Damn, dude. Yeah. So obviously things are a little bit different with Ring of Honor. Obviously <laughs> yeah. uh, Tony Khan buying Ring of Honor, but yeah. you're still in the mix, man. So how's that feel to, to have, you know, under new management, but they still trust you enough to, to bring you back and you're, you're doing things <laughs> with Ring of Honor, man. It's got to be cool. Kind of surreal. Uh, so I talked to Tony Khan at the end of January before yeah. they bought ROH. Okay. Um, so that's when I got offered and put some pen to paper. I didn't know they were buying ROH. And then like the next month, I'm like, oh, shit, I just left this place. Yeah. Now I'm kind of going back to this place. Yeah. But at least it's, it's listed to this guy. So yeah. different. Uh, very cool, though. Like I made my debut on AEW Rampage. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, I'm kind of just doing both brands. Yeah. Did uh, Supercard. Very cool. I, again, I think to myself, bring him on for three years. Oh, that's cool. That Now the dream is going to be over. And then, shit, now I'm going to sign somewhere else. Yeah. And, Still grinding away, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. And you know, you're you're coming out to do Defy shows, so you're not yeah. just grinding on TV and pay per view, yep. but you're coming out to do you know these appearances. And, and uh, what was your opinion of like you know because you you watched Defy, yeah. and you said you loved you know what it was, you loved the the view of everything and mm-hmm. the kind of like cinematography. How did it feel to be out there for the first time? Oh, I just got chills. <laughs> really, just got chills. Kind of, I'm speechless. Honestly, I, I, I was wondering what the reception was going to be. I know my music is kind of jarring. It's like my camera running roots. Do they know who I am? I come out and I hear people. Some people are like, "Con, oh, Con," get in the ring, sang up to demo, and then to hear them chanting my name, clapping for me at the end of the match. Fuck, man, this is like when you're a wrestler. This is the time where you're just like, "This is fucking cool. This is yeah. so fucking cool." I worked so hard to get here, and, and now I'm living this dream, and it's just, I'm just trying to take it in. Dude, that's that's yeah. amazing, man. And, and you, you, you got here, and we're, we're going to want you back, man. We're going to want oh, you I back. I hope so. I hope so. So I'm looking down. You got a Chucky <laughs> tattoo. Yes, I do. So Candy you, man. Can, okay, so is this yeah. a whole horror like leg sleeve? A little here? bit, yeah. Wow. So we got the Candy man. We got Chucky. We got Jigsaw on got there. J- Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I call this scary. Black Phillip just from the movie The yes. Witch. It's kind of faded. Uh, and then I kind of want to add a little bit more. I want to get Krampus. I want to get the Leprechaun. Oh man! Yeah. Have you seen Trey Miguel's 
Uh, he's got a Jason oh, sleeve. I've seen. Oh, I wonder. I saw him in the summertime, but I didn't see all his tattoos though. Yeah, he's got a whole. My, actually, no, sorry, it's a Michael Myers sleeve. I, okay. I, I got it wrong. He got a Michael Myers <laughs> sleeve. He's gonna get a Lori Strode on there. Okay. He's gonna do the whole Doctor Loomis. Everything. That's awesome. But uh, so, when did you get into horror movies, man? I blame my father. Uh, I think it was like when I was a kid, he'd watch The Omen. Okay. So, like, my sister and I. And you're just, like, I'm a little too young for this, yeah. but this is cool. We watched The Omen. He liked all those devil kind of movies. Yeah. And I remember just, like, being terrified. I went to a birthday party when I was maybe seven. They bought, they rented the first two Chucky movies. Eight years, seven, eight years old, yeah. watching this, like, oh, we're going to just watch horror movies. I was under, like, this is scary <laughs> shit. And that somehow warped my world into where yeah. now I'm yeah. watching, like, the Blackwell ghost movies before I go to sleep because yeah. it's just what I'm into. You bring a partner over, and they're like, "What the hell?" I have Chucky doing? posters in my office. I have the Chucky doll. I have a bunch of like NECA figures of horror people. Yeah. I, I'm obsessed. You ever go to like a horror convention? You're That's right? the only thing I have yet to do. But okay. I, I really need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice man. Mm. Well, uh, <laughs> what are like uh, your three favorite three. horror movies that you could watch over and over again? Child's Play Two. Mm-hmm. Oh, I really like Insidious. Okay. Probably the first two. Yeah. Man, what else? That's tough. Um, what would be the third one? I'm kind of a fan of that remake they did of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with okay. uh, Jessica Biel in the early 2000s. That, yeah. was, that was a good Leatherface movie. Pretty brutal. Yeah. yeah. That's the kind of stuff that I'm into. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, man. Well, you know, we're, we're stoked to have you here. Uh, and one question that I ask... Mm-hmm. Before we end the interview, if you can pick it, or if you can show it, please show it. But okay. if not, at least tell us. Pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got it. <laughs> oh, uh, this is very small right here. Uh, my dog, Trunks, this little pit bull. Trunks. This little asshole who doesn't like to get his paws touched. Uh-huh. Uh, kind of my fault. I moved a glue trap on the floor because I think we were like having roaches one time. And I was like, oh, I'll put it by the door. And this little dumbass stepped on it. And I was just like, fuck. I don't know what to do at that point, because yep. like, you can't pull it off of him. We tried to like, spray down his foot with like, avocado oil to get it <laughs> off, and trying to be a good dog dad, and then he just bit the shit out of me. That sucked. I like, couldn't trust him for like 20 minutes. He felt horrible, but I'm like, what the... Damn it, on, Trunks, man. you got yourself into this. Yeah, now you're biting what me? what the fuck? Little pit bull, like you're just a little baby, and then you do that to me, and I'm like, I'm trying to help you. Damn. Amen. I think he got my girlfriend too one time but now he like he bites us now like nice he like nibbles on you that's, sure, his, that's sure, his, sure. his way of affection love nibble <laughs> yeah, love like nibble. Yeah. awesome dude thank you so much for coming through oh, man, and taking the time it. at con thank you so much awesome, man. man thank you hell yeah i appreciate it defiant ones Raise it to fight!